If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started welcome everybody to a new episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless and today we have another right of the personal bill of rights that we are loving so far and that is right number 16 if I'm not wrong and that's that states I have the right to be mad at the person I love now being mad at someone we love doesn't necessarily mean that we should uh, lash out on them or release any form of anger that we have towards them just because they did something bad to us but no being mad at someone we love um, entails that we show anger whenever we find ourselves in uh, bad situations with that person but in healthy ways in ways that don't uh, ruin us that don't put us in awkward embarrassing situations nor do they actually harm our partners our beloved people um, so, generally speaking, why do we feel angry? I mean, there are a lot of reasons as to why we may feel angry. For example, we may feel angry because we find ourselves uh, ourselves always struggling with saying no. And uh, a lot of people find it hard to say no, actually. And that was exactly the type of uncomfortable encounter we generally aim to avoid. The terrible encounter of wanting to say no so bad, but then not saying no, ended up saying yes. But that kind of yes is not really honest and genuine. It feels extremely uncomfortable. Another reason we may feel angry because we feel misunderstood and judged. 
and I just want realistic uh oh uh I mean we want our partner to realize that they were wrong about us we yeah we feel we may feel misjudged and misunderstood a lot of the times that's why we might be angry but it's because we want our partner to realize that their judgment may be wrong about us and it makes us angry another reason would be because we assume that our partner intended to be hurtful uh, as a first uh, warning sign that our brain sends and we didn't feel like we deserved that so we basically lashed out a little bit so there are these reasons and many more I didn't mention but um, everyone's personal story is different but there are actually ways for us to deal with anger anger that is directed towards our partner so um this actually uh is inspired by personal experience and tinybuddha.com okay so how do we deal with anger in a healthy way? So we should be allowing ourselves to feel angry because if we suppress that feeling, it's not going to give fruitful results. It's not going to be fruitful. So um, we should be able to feel comfortable enough to feel that anger, to identify the feeling as anger and to actually feel it. Um, make a conscious choice to sit with the feeling. Sit with the feeling alone by yourself. Just try to observe nothing, but to also sit with that feeling. Try to make it Imagine it as, as though it was somebody else who has a lot of things to say to you. They have a lot of confessions to make. And you're there to listen and take notes. So listen and take notes to that feeling. Feel the anger in your body. So if it's mental, it's going to be sort of like um, angry, bad, mad thoughts. You know, your thoughts are screaming at your head, at, at your face, you know, and and you, you, they're really loud. What you want to do is you want to extract them, or should I say, manifest those feelings of anger in your body. Allow your body to feel that anger. Perhaps you can feel some sort of tightness in your throat, or your legs are shaking, or your fists are, uh, you know, grinding, or your teeth are grinding. It may feel something uh, violent like that. So allow it to express itself in your body, basically. And see this as an exercise of 
self-soothing because if we don't actually uh, allow ourselves to feel the feeling of anger, we are not soothing ourselves or basically suffocating ourselves and making the problem worse. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that we are soothing ourselves from potential anger, okay? And commit to acting without seeking retribution means commit to acting and to um, say what you have to say. Decide that you're not looking to get revenge or even with your partner. Don't punish your partner just because you're angry. Do not look for terrible consequences that justify your anger. Okay? Just look. Decide that you're not going to do that with yourself. Explore your anger. Check with your mood before the incident. So, probably you may have had a bad day, you know, like a shitty bad day that destroyed your mood. Maybe you're feeling annoyed or irritated by something stupid that happened before. So, check in with your mood, you know. Uh, see what's going on. And regulate it. Don't make it the thing that actually um, controls everything. So from my personal experience, I've had a hard time with anger a lot of the times. But I try to see anger as something I can sit with, as someone I can sit with and actually have them confess their sins to me, if that makes sense. And um, I would actually try to explore it, to to uh, have it talk to me and listen to me. Uh, I mean, have it talk to me and I listen to it. And I would try to regulate my mood in turn. And I advise you to do the same. If anger is something is extremely hard to do, I know. It's not uncommon for people to have um, hard times managing their anger, but it's really worth it if you know that managing anger is actually one of the most important things you can do in your life, and the things, one of the things that can actually save your relationship from potential fights and unnecessary arguments and probably even unnecessary breakups. Next is ask yourself why this bothering why this is bothering you so much just have a meeting with yourself you know just why is this anger bothering you so much why is it irritating you is it really what someone else might have done i mean there could be someone who has done something to you and then you think of it as a big deal so just ask yourself why is this bothering you precisely and you will wonder in a minute or so, even less, you your brain will give you the answer. So it's kind of magical, <laughs> but it actually works. So ask yourself that, you know, why is it bothering you so much? Are you feeling angry because of what you're interpreting their actions to be mean? Maybe you're interpreting the, your partner's actions to be something that is hurtful or mean. But try to see it from the perspective of your partners. 
maybe you're thinking of your partner as your enemy, but you really want to analyze the, the situation and try to find out why or maybe why. It doesn't necessarily have to be correct, but approach it from a rational, uh, less overwhelmingly emotional way, if I made sense. Okay? Now, this is extremely important. Take a projection inventory. Look for all the areas where you may be projecting your traits on someone to get closer to the root of your feelings. You may be projecting your negative traits on your partner, and that is something not good. That is um, actually very... Let me put it this way. It is narcissistic, but you don't want to look or feel narcissistic towards your partner. You don't want to project your traits on someone else. Okay? You have to get closer to the root of your feelings, why you're feeling that way, why you're feeling angry, without having to project your traits onto someone else. Because it's easy. The normal and easiest thing we do is usually blame others for our mood or our problems. And it's usually not their fault. It's actually something that we may have to take responsibility over and not have to blame someone else for. So, do not project your traits on someone else. Journal about it. And get every single bit out into that journal. Try as your best, and as I always recommend, try to write the events as they happen as with as much details as possible. That way you can actually visualize and see your own thoughts being written and the load will be much lighter on your brain to take uh, to handle. Now step number three, I mean I didn't mention the steps. So first step is sit with your anger and it involves the steps that involve sitting with your anger. Step number two is exploring your anger and now step number three respond without anger. Now you've done the first two steps which are extremely important. You do those by yourself. You try to analyze the situation. You try to sit with yourself, sit with your anger, try to make confessions appear and try to extract them from your brain. Now you respond without anger to the partner. Now that you're clear about what bothered you, at least you didn't have a brain fog in terms of what bothered you, initiate a verbal conversation about what bothered you. Initiate it, okay? You can clarify the parts that uh, the person didn't understand. Perhaps the other person did not understand a few things, so your job here is to clarify those those parts to your partner and initiate it in a way that does not show that you are overwhelmed with anger. Okay? Be rational about it. Calm down when you're trying to explain what bothered you. Okay? 
But it gets easier once you had the thing clear in your mind. If you have it clear in your head, there's no reason why you should be uh, confused and having a brain fart <laughs> about the situation. Okay? Use the I feel language. It's extremely important to be assertive, not passive, not passive-aggressive, nor passive-aggressive. I mean... Neither passive-aggressive nor um, extremely violent and all over the place, okay? Nor silent treatment and act like you didn't, you're not angry. When you basically are angry, okay? Take the middle route and that requires you to be assertive and to use the I feel language. You're concentrating on yourself, you're not concentrating on your partner. You're, sta you're stating what you are feeling, and that is extremely important because you are then declaring what bothers you exactly to your partner, but also you are not projecting what bothered you on your partner. So you're taking full responsibility of what bothers you in the, in the first place alone, without without uh, dragging your partner within this uh, drama, okay? Say things like, when you forgot about the things that are important to me, I feel hurt. Things like those, you know, similar things. I feel hurt, I feel in pain, etc. That way you're not assuming the other person meant to make you feel bad. At least you're acknowledging the fact that you are feeling pained because they did something wrong, okay? You're not addressing the personality of your partner as a whole because that would be a personal attack. We don't want to do that. Instead, what you're addressing is the issue and how it made you feel. You are just explaining how it makes you feel so they can understand how their um, actions impact you. Exactly. Resist the urge to unload all your unspoken grievances. It's really not the time to have to, you know, uh, bring out all the untold and buried uh, grievances before. We have one issue. Just address the issue at hand, and that's it. Just, that's it. Just address it and put it aside, okay? And stick to the issue at hand. No need for the other issues anyway, alright? Stay open to the other person's perspective, of course. You don't want to sound like the only one having a speech over. You want to be open to your partner's perspective because they also have something to say. Now, it's possible that they feel angry too and think that you're the one who's wrong also, okay? It's also possible that there isn't right or wrong but rather two people who see things differently and need to see each other's point of view. It can be something as simple as that. A lot of people a lot of times disagree and it doesn't mean that this person who disagrees with me is now a devil. No, if that person disagrees with me simply because they see the things that I see in a different perspective. So rather than having to argue over 
um, you under you misunderstood me or I misunderstood you and that backlash going back and forth we can actually understand the fact that actually um, I mean we can we can instead comprehend the fact that people see things from different points of view and it's totally okay no need to bother about that focus on creating a solution instead of cr creating arguments and having to make up uh, any way that is anything that's bothersome for you and your partner instead of trying to think about creating problems think about creating solutions instead that's more productive focus on what you'd like to change in the future if something that this that you dislike happened before think of ways and talk about those ways to your partner um and those ways should focus on what you will do in the future to change, to help change the situation. Maybe have different but better consequences in the future instead of trying to look for an argument to start or a war to declare. How also, so focus on what you'd like to change in the future and how you will not work out and how you will work out similar issues in the future. So how you will take different uh, steps to basically work out similar issues in the future. Now step number four is learn from your anger. Learn from it. Learn what your value is. This will help you decide which people might want you might want to spend more time with and those you want to spend less time with uh, going forward. So learn what your values are and have your system of values always you know beside you so that you know, which of the people are those, uh, you know, who earn your time and those who unfortunately don't? Learn what you need. Everybody has needs and wants, and needs are more important. So it might be that you need to improve your relationship. You know, there's need a need for relationship improvement, so work on that improve your relationship try to be a better partner to your partner try to be open to your partner's perspective look for solutions together uh, work on issues in a team instead of adversary competition you know what I'm saying stuff like that and learn and own and act on it you need to learn that need, own it, and then act on it. The most important thing is action. So you might as well just act on it the necessary way po in the most necessary way possible so that you get the most productive and uh, very much good results as possible. 
learn how to communicate clearly instead of just having this thought in your head of you trying to expect the ideal scene of uh, if I say this my partner will say this and etc no you don't want to be the mind reader in the conversation you want to state what you're having problems with or what you're trying to express or your feelings or your moral morals or your system of value or whatever you might you you should actually you should state them clearly don't expect the other person to understand you straight from the first word you spit out of your mouth state what you want to state clearly so that the message gets across clearly to your partner and that there is less less chances of you getting into an argument and problems arise okay the experience was an exercise in expressing yourself in the best way to to be heard and understood saying those statements of like uh Saying those I feel statements will actually make things clearer and more understandable for you and your partner. So communicate clearly with your partner and make sure you take responsibility over what you're saying. So that it's neither projecting, uh, neither a projection of your traits on your partner, nor is it some sort of a blame or victimization on your turn to make your partner look like the criminal okay you don't need either of those you want to make sure you take the middle route and you want to make sure that you are communicating clearly to your partner because one of the pillars of a healthy relationship is a good communication and a good communication requires respect trust and honesty and clarity of course (laughs) this is good practice for misunderstandings and struggles to come of course no relationship is rainbow and uh, you know full of full of bright colors and is always happy and good no there are ups and downs obviously but we need to make sure that that Sorry, um, we need to make sure that we face those downs in a way that is productive and that is looking for a better future, may I say, so to speak. Okay, and learn how you can improve your response to anger going forward. Anger has a lot of Anger carries a lot of emotions and feelings with it. And it can be overwhelming and it can lead to unnecessary and unwanted actions on your behalf towards your partner. So you need to learn how you can improve your response. Simply by stating those I feel uh, statements is actually more than enough. You can look for more ways to say what you want to say uh, in an assertive, peaceful way. But things like, I feel, 
or the thing that you did X, Y, and Z made me feel X, Y, and Z is more than enough. Maybe you can, uh, maybe you reacted too fast. So now you've learned to put more space between you and your, between your feelings and your response, etc. Okay. Now, um, I'd like to tackle this idea a little bit further with uh, psychalive.org and I loved, loved, loved this article so much uh, Angry at Love Why do we feel angry at love? Directed Okay, so I have this small paragraph that I'd like to really go through really fast and um, it has some very interesting points so in this blog, in his blog, Dr. Firestone wrote that most of us profess that we want to find a loving partner, but the experience of real love disrupts, disrupts, uh, disrupts fantasies, sorry, <laughs> disrupts fantasies of real love that have served as a survival mechanism since early childhood. So these survival mechanisms refer to the defenses we formed in response to undesirable circumstances in our early lives. Basically, when we are uh, teenagers, let's say, we always fantasize over the person that we love in a way that is ideal, that is too perfect to be real, that is too good to be true. But then when we actually are in a love relationship, in a romantic relationship with someone, Real consequences and experiences actually ruin that fantasy. So what we do is we use, uh, as he said here, a survival mechanism, which invites and uh, involves behavior, certain behaviors and patterns of behavior that actually um, sort of deny the reality because we try to live the fantasy we formed in our brains in the first place. So yeah, it's kind of sad really. I mean, we all do this, right? In his book Fear of Intimacy, Dr. Firestone illustrates this, writing, when people have been hurt in their early relationships, and this how this actually happens we're, we're so fragile in new romantic relationships, especially when we've had a hard childhood. So, generally speaking, when we have been hurt in our earliest relationships, we fear being hurt again and are reluctant to take another chance to being on being loved. Essentially, we're afraid of starting a new relationship because of the amount of pain we've had, uh, we've been through, so it makes us feel reluctant to go ahead and actually look at ourselves as creatures worthy of being loved. Unfortunately, it's so sad to even read this. They utilize distancing behaviors to preserve their psychological equilibrium. And a lot of these people have actually PTSD or CPTSD. And it's really hard for these people to find uh, 
to express love the way they really want um, to be they really want love to be shown to them because of how much hurt they've been through so they avoid intimate uh, behaviors because they want to protect themselves in coming to know ourselves to open up our capacity to experience love we can't start to feel as angry of love expressed towards us even when we notice feeling angry at love from our partner we can choose how we act of course there's no such thing as everything is automatic you know there's always choice if we actually can express love in a way that is healthy and encouraging and bright and true and pure we can there's always choice for that okay we can choose how we act be it in an angry selfish uh, you know, narcissistic way or in a healthy, optimistic, pure, childish way. And I'm not saying childish in a mean way, I'm saying childish because children, generally speaking, are the symbol of purity and innocence. And basically, so we actually can choose how we act so that we get closer instead of allowing ourselves to act in ways that would sabotage a worthy relationship. We can choose how to act and our choices result in the way that we want to approach relationships. So choosing to act in a healthy way that helps us and helps our partner if we actually if we actually want a healthy relationship we might as well do so and act in that way instead of wanting a healthy perfect relationship but all we do is sabotage it and and um sabotage the worthy relationship we're actually looking for in the in the long run so yeah this was uh this was being angry at someone we love and most important thing is to know how to act and to choose to balance anger and not make it over, not make it uh, something that is possessing us into uh, lashing out and hitting things and being violent and all over the place just because we want to, just because we want to uh, impose our authority because nothing is really more stressful and frustrating than to actually have power over someone or trying to look powerful and to ex exert some sort of uh, dominance in the relationship to feel better about ourselves. No, that's absolutely wrong and that is, it shouldn't be um, thought of or done in any way, shape or form possible. Instead, what we should do is we should make better, healthier choices we can eliminate abuse by starting by our own selves. We we shouldn't wait for someone else to uh, fix themselves or we shouldn't f fix that person in any way anyway. We should work on ourselves more. We can start and take the initiative right now to control that anger, to tame it, and to instead 
of acting angry and rageous and with all the kind of possible violence that comes with it, we can actually choose to sit with our anger, explore it, talk to it, and respond in rational, calm, assertive, I feel statements, for example. And in in turn being open to our partner's point of view and to recognize our needs, recognize our wants, and, you know, communicate clearly what our thoughts are to our partner and be mutually understood. So the thing goes vice versa, and it's not just one person doing the thing, this thing that I just talked about, this whole thing that I just mentioned, and the other is just, uh, you know, is being cold, because that doesn't work, and that's not a healthy relationship, and we might as well end it before it gets any longer. So... Uh, this episode has ended right now. I really hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, that's it. So folks, that's a wrap for this episode. And as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where where you'll find my podcast available, like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.